Can you believe it? It's Christmas. Thank you so much to all of you who have helped to put this worship service together for our special music, for our praise team, for our choir, uh, for Gary Brubaker. Thank you. And for all of those who are assisting in our in-person worship services. Thank you. We come tonight to celebrate Christmas, the birth of Jesus Christ. We have spent the last few weeks waiting and not just waiting, but preparing as we've been announcing the coming of the sun, this aurora, a light rising that we've never seen before. This aurora helps us redefine our relationship with comfort, with control, with creativity, with gratitude, and even with darkness. So today we'll talk about what we see in the dark. Would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, here we are in the month of December, Christmas Eve. Now, in the month of December is the longest day or the longest night or the shortest day, however you want to call it. Um, but it feels like to me, I don't know how y'all feel, <clears throat> but I feel like for the last few months at like four o'clock, it becomes 27 o'clock. It just feels like things are darker and heavier. But December contains this longest night. It's when the things are the darkest. It's cold, or it's usually cold. It's dark and maybe even lonely. That's true physically, but it can also be true mentally and spiritually. The most wonderful time of the year is also one of the most stressful and even most depressing. And it can seem like in the middle of this that that the story should be over or there's nothing more to say. And yet, God continues to work and bring about something new. We just passed the winter solstice, which is the longest and darkest day of the year. And every day from then, it starts to get a little bit lighter every day. Solstice literally means sun stands still. And every day from now, the sun starts to shine a little bit more. In some ways, you can say that the sun is being reborn. God works in the darkest moments, bringing about something new, birthing something new, because the story isn't over. We tell this story every year to remember. We remember Jesus Christ. We call him the reason for the season. The sun is being born and reminding us again and again of the work of God. Even in the darkest moments, the sun is coming. Hope is dawning. This is the aurora. And so we tell this story. I mean, it's a pretty familiar story. We know most of the major characters, Mary and Joseph. There's the shepherds and the angels, the wise men or the kings. We know the location, Bethlehem. And you have probably heard it many various ways and depths throughout your life. You probably can tell it and have told it many times over and over. And so this is the preacher's dilemma. What do I say? 
I mean, what can I say? Of course, there are always new details to the story that can be uncovered, new understandings what things mean. This story is an incredibly radical and subversive story. The story of a Messiah being born in surprising ways. The story of a Messiah that, that no one expected and, to be honest, some didn't want. The stories of the scripture are constantly being unfolded. That's what makes it a living document. It keeps telling our story over and over and over again. No matter how familiar with the story we think we are, there is always more to discover. And so this story, Mary and Joseph are traveling from their home to be registered. They're going to Joseph's place of origin because he's of the lineage of David. And there's some complicated factors. You know, Mary is pregnant. Um, and this pregnancy, while we talk about it in Advent and Christmas as wonderful, for Mary and Joseph, it, it was complicated. For Mary, it was like her scarlet letter. And Joseph took her in. He didn't have to. In fact, he could have cast her out, and if he did that, she could have been subjected to death. But Joseph has taken her in, and in doing so, well, they're both kind of outcasts. And they're going to the place of Joseph's ancestors, his family. Who's going to let them stay with them? It came upon a mid night clear and in the stable is the only place that they can find room the only place that welcomes them is this barn with livestock and it's here that jesus is born surrounded by animals clean and unclean not in a palace not in a house not in a hospital in a barn it's a surprising choice for the Messiah, the savior of the world, the king of kings to be born. It came upon a midnight clear. And the story continues to tell us that the shepherds hear from the angels that the Messiah is born. Now, who are these shepherds? Well, they're often criminals. They're the lowest of society. And shepherds spent a lot of time with the sheep. They lived with the sheep, which meant that they stunk like the sheep. So it was better than a bell around their neck when they come into town because you can smell them coming. And so they're not regarded as very high or mighty or important. And they are the first to visit the baby. The first to visit this baby, this Messiah, are the animals the criminals, the outcasts. Not who you would expect to visit the king of kings. It came upon a midnight clear. Now, we don't know when all of this happened, exactly the time and date. The truth is that it didn't happen on December 25th. Jesus' birth story is told in two of the four Gospels, Matthew and Luke, and neither say that Jesus was born at 8.47 p.m. and he was eight pounds, six ounces. 
And sometimes those details are necessary. But in this, in this story, it's not, it's not about the details. It's about the story. And the story tells us that he was born at night, in the dark. And I think that there's something really powerful about this happening at night, in the dark, where light pierces the darkness. It came upon a midnight clear that even in the dark, joy finds ways to shine. And you need the darkness to see the light because too much light is blinding. But in the darkness, the light shines bright. I mean, think about all the joyful things that happen at night during Christmas. Christmas lights come on, on the houses, on the trees. Luminaries can be seen. The stars can be seen. And y'all, when does Santa come? And Jesus was born in the night. Even in the deepest darkness, radiance finds ways to be born. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overwhelm it. This story is an amazing story. And also, it's ordinary. Not in what happened. I mean, the Messiah is only born once. But in who was there? You have Joseph, an ordinary carpenter. Mary, an ordinary young girl. Ordinary shepherds. And they're making an ordinary journey following what they were told to do. It came upon a midnight clear. And there's nothing in this story that asks for the people to be anything than what they are. Be faithful, not perfect. Be willing to follow God, not without flaws. Be open to hearing a message from God, not without your own thoughts. Mary pondered things in her heart. Be open to hope, even if it's hard. Be willing to love, even if you don't want to. Be peacemakers, even when everything around you seems to be in chaos. Be joyful, even if your heart is breaking. It came upon a midnight clear. And that's the story. Now, this surprising story has lots more to come. There is more to be told and more to be said. The baby doesn't remain a baby. And this Messiah will change the world in ways that no one can comprehend, even at this very moment. It came upon a midnight clear. Maybe you have heard or even said the statement, well, you know, nothing good happens after midnight. In the dark, in the night. And yet, midnight is pregnant with possibilities, just waiting to be born. 
Midnight gives you a chance to start over for something new. Midnight gives you an opportunity for life to be lived again. Midnight gives you an opportunity to forgive that person that has wronged you. Midnight gives you the opportunity to ask for forgiveness. Midnight gives you the possibility of something new. Midnight is not the darkness, but a reminder that the dark doesn't last forever. Midnight is not the end of the story, but only the beginning. Midnight invites you into this story of resistance, subversion, and radical inclusion and peace. Midnight brings us a thrill of hope that the weary world rejoices. Midnight births the king of kings that changes the world in ways that we continue to understand and discover. Midnight brings us the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the prince of peace, mighty God, everlasting father, Emmanuel, God with us. It came upon the midnight that glorious song of old from angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold peace on the earth goodwill to all from heaven's all gracious king the world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Not only is the sun coming, it's here. Merry Christmas. Alleluia. Alleluia. And amen.